0: Hey, welcome to Keeping It Real, the largest podcast made for real estate agents and by real estate agents. My name is DJ Paris. I am your guide and host through the show. Today on the show, we have our monthly series called Monday Market Minute with Carrie McCormick from the Carrie McCormick Real Estate Group with at Properties here in Chicago. Carrie is a top one percent producer in Chicago, including the suburbs, with over twenty years of experience helping buyers, sellers, and investors in the entire Chicagoland area. In fact, in the past twelve months. Out of 44,000 real estate agents here in the Chicagoland area, Carrie is currently ranked in the top 10 of production. She's a true superstar and an expert in everything from first-time home buyers, veteran investors, and luxury properties. She also works with a lot of developers and is often chosen to represent their high-end developments. Please visit Carrie at her website, which is CarrieMcCormickRE.com, and also follow her on Instagram, which is at CarrieMcCormickRealEstate. Carrie welcome once again to the show.
1: Thank you guys so much. Happy to be here as always. Got a lot of things to chat about. We are in February of 2021. And as everyone knows we had a crazy wild year in 2020. And looks like we're gonna have a little bit of the same here in 2021 too. So we've um, been busy at work. But one thing that I, I've done, and and if anyone wants to see a hard copy of this or pull it themselves, I pull a lot of data from the Chicago Association of Realtors website. So um, it's a really great resource just to get a market recap. Uh, I don't rely too much on data when I'm meeting with my clients and pricing properties and, you know, um, getting a pulse on the market because since we're boots on the ground, we can you know talk to clients and you know we know what's happening, but this actually supports a lot of what I do. So I would encourage you to go there. But anyways, just to take a look at a few of the key things that I pulled, and again, I can send this to anyone that wants it is this is the median sales price. A lot of people are saying, you know, people are leaving the city and going to the suburbs, which is true, there is that, but the city is still doing very well. So if you look at this chart, this says, I know it's small, but it's um, detached which is your single-family homes, and your attached, which is your condo market and your townhome market. And this goes from 2020, 2019, and 2018. But if you look, everything, the median sales price is ticking up over the last few years. So again, the people that are trying to say, you know, the city is depressed, nothing's moving, that is not true. We are seeing some really good pricing increase in the city Um, these numbers, and again, I know you can't read them, but it just, it takes it month by month of 2020. So you can see, um, in actually April of 2020, the overall pricing shot up 15%. The median pricing jumped up 15%. And that was a product of COVID, right? People just started to move. There was a little bit of a lull and then the fall of 2020 hit really strong again, and December was up 20%. So again, this data, you know, for anyone that says the market's depressed or it's not doing well in Chicago, this is a really great resource to use um, because it's facts. It's how the market moved. So would also, this be information,
0: I- oh, I was going to just uh, pause for a second and say, sure. would this be information you would want to relay in particular to seller or, or rather people who are owners who may not be thinking of selling, this might be a good time to think about listing the home if they are looking to to make a move, whether it's from the city to the suburbs or just from neighborhood to neighborhood or from suburb to suburb uh, simply because medium home prices are up.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean this is it's great for buyers and sellers. Yeah. This is what's interesting too. And again, just going back to the basics of economics of supply and demand, um, this is new listings and this is um, you know back in December of 2020, just again recapping the year. But if you look at attached, which is the single family home market, supply is down 16%. So again our supply is low for single families. the demand is high and what does that mean? pricing is going to uptick. Right? right. So, and then again, it goes through the attached, which is your condo market. You know, again, COVID depressed our condo market just a little bit because people didn't want to be in multi-unit buildings at some point, but there, um, the new listings, you know, people getting out of their condos shot up. So we had a ton of new listings there. It shot up 9%. So again, when you go back to the basics of economics, this is just a really easy way to capture that data. Two more. I promise only two more. This is another one that I love. This is Q4 of 2020. I know there's a lot of stuff on here, but what it does is it breaks it down per neighborhood. This is Chicago in in Q4, um, data of Q4 of 2020 of what's closed. It takes each of our neighborhoods and tells you which one performance of each neighborhood and shockingly the number one neighborhood in chicago was lincoln square it shot up 63 percent. that's a huge number number two is albany park number three is rogers park and number four is logan square and of course once you pull this you can just see how each neighborhood performed but of all of these you can see it's yellow they all perform, performed very well with the exception of one little neighborhood didn't do so well, but everyone did well. Last chart is the suburbs, the North Shore, mm-hmm. unbelievable numbers in the North Shore. So as people were leaving the city and buying something in the North Shore, the top neighborhood, Lake Forest. Lake wow. Forest went up 136%, shocking. Not shocking, I grew up in Lake Forest, so I love Lake Forest, but it's just, it's incredible to see those numbers. Um, Number two is Wilmette, 117%, and rounding up number three is Glencoe at 85%. And again, it goes on and on, but these numbers are huge numbers and our suburban market needed it. So, um, and we're starting to see that a lot this year too. There's low inventory in the suburbs. So, um, you know, As a broker, it's our job to help our buyers find these new homes. And we utilize a lot of great resources like the PLN, the off-market networks. Um, Each brokerage has their own internet, if you will. And one of the best ways also is networking, you know, talking to each other in the office, collaborating. I get calls all day long and I love it from other brokers just saying, you know, what do you have coming? This is what I have. Shoot me an email. You know, these are the ways that we can collaborate within our business to keep our market moving.
0: Yeah. And it's also a good opportunity if you're, you know, a newer broker to realize, well, the broker opens probably aren't happening much anymore. Um, but whenever those start becoming more, more common, that's another great opportunity to learn inventory network with other realtors, build relationships and find out who you can start, you know, sharing information with, um, to help get deals closed or, or just find, you know, opportunities, um, so my my marketing minute thank you for that Carrie that's great You're stuff welcome. um my my marketing idea is actually a, a really simple idea i think most things in life are are fundamentals and habits and and so i'm just want to you know i know there there's a lot of people like carrie's been crushing it for the last year it's super busy for everyone out there that that isn't as busy as they would like especially now when it's cold and if you're here in chicago of course everything's iced over as of uh this morning um so it's really really cold and hard to get around it's you know we're kind of almost in single digit temperatures so you are probably and with the pandemic still still happening of course you're probably inside more more than normal so What you could do right now is if you're not that busy and you want to build uh, your business forward, one of the ways you can do that, spend an hour a day on social media. And I'm not going to even mention posting your own content, which you should do. But oftentimes agents think, well, Gosh, I probably should post every day. I'm only going to talk about another aspect of social media, which is commenting. And in in what we're going to be talking just very quickly about is um, deepening relationships. So right now, if if everyone in your contact list in your sphere of influence, you know your friends, your family, um, you know acquaintances, past clients, anyone that might have an opportunity to either become your client or was a client or maybe refer you to other clients um, of course you want to make sure you're friends with them on all the social media platforms linkedin you know instagram facebook those are of course the big three but there's others of and and you what you want to do is spend an hour a day which sounds like kind of you know, normally we're just kind of playing around on social media, but go on there and comment. And you don't have to comment on every single person's post, but comment on anything that really grabs you. And just, we all know what it feels like to get that notification on our phone that says, so-and-so commented on your Instagram or Facebook post. It feels good. It gives us a, a sense of, wow, this person cared enough to write, you know, hey, I saw you were on vacation or I saw you just went out to a nice dinner or I saw you made something cool at home. Or, you know, maybe even I saw you're having a tough day or whatever. Um, And and commenting on that, you know, the the National Association of Realtors does this study every year where they look at first-time home buyers who have never worked with agents, although actually I don't think they did it last year. So my dad is a few years old now, but they look at people who have never worked with an agent before and they say, "How, how did you choose an agent? And the vast majority of people say, I picked somebody who I know. And, you know, Of course, we know that that's how it usually works. So you have to keep your name in front of people. And part of it is posting on on social media and reminding people what you do. And then the other part of it is reminding them you care about them. And that's one way that you can just, you do that. And if you just spend, and if you don't have an hour a day to do that, you have 30 minutes. And if you don't have 30 minutes, you have 10 minutes, but just do it every single day and watch what happens and do it every day for a year and and you have to commit to it for about a year and again it doesn't mean that every time one of your clients posts something you have to post uh, immediately and maybe you just do it every you know but you think about every single one of your clients should be hearing from you or, or sorry everybody in your contact list should be hearing from you once a month and that includes things like social media posts so if you're worried about what do i do right now deepen those relationships, make people feel that you care about them. And, you know, casually, you can also remind them that, oh, by the way, if you need help with anything, um, you know, please let me know. But I think that that's just a great way just to stay busy during those winter months when maybe we aren't always so busy.
1: I think that's great. And I'll just tell you a quick story too. one lesson that I learned, and it stuck with me. So hopefully it'll stick with a few other people is you know, as, you know, you've talked to your clients and you do, you, you comment on their social media, you send them a card in the, in the yeah. mail, you do, you know, various things throughout the year, you send them a gift. And then, you know, you hear a few months later that they bought a house or that they referred yeah. one of their friends to someone or whatever. And then you call them, you're like, Hey, you know, don't forget about me. And they're like, Oh shoot. You know, I forgot. Right. People just don't remember. So one thing i someone had told me once is think about if you go shopping at Nordstrom in the shoe department. There's a lot of people in the shoe department. You walk in, that first salesperson comes up to you and says, how can I help you? And at that point, you just walked in, you say, I'm just browsing. right? And you start browsing, you're going through the store, and then you find the pair of shoes that you love and you want them. You pick them up and you turn around and that first salesperson that you see, you ask them for your size. Now, do you go back to the first person that asked you, you know, when you first walked in, you don't You turn around and you get the first person that's next to you to get you that pair of shoes. So that always resonated with me because when your buyers or sellers are ready to transact, they will turn and look and see the last person that's contacted them or the last person that they remember.
0: That's absolutely so, so right. Right. Like, you are you know, I, I was thinking about that because I go to Nordstrom's for shoes as well. And you're right. Though, as soon as you walk in, you're completely overwhelmed by all of the options. You're not even sure what's happening. And somebody races over to you and says, what are you looking mm-hmm. for today? And unless you absolutely know what you're doing right. at that time, you're probably like, I, I need a few minutes. And right. and then, you know, you browse around, you take a look and you're, you're, oh, you're so right. And people probably do the same thing too with real estate, meaning they probably say, you know, I'm in the market for a house," and And then somebody says, great, I can help you. They go, well, I'm I'm not totally ready yet. And then maybe that agent forgets about them as they're browsing Zillow for the next few months. And then all of a sudden they're like, you know, I want to go see that house. And you're right. They're going to look to see who is the, who is the person that I just talked to? That's boy, that's such a great suggestion. So, yeah,
1: and I'll never forget that that was early on in my career. And I just remember to try to stay relevant, stay top of mind, you know, stay in front of people and it's various ways and social media is the best way to do it too.
0: Perfect. Well, what a great uh place to 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 end up here uh for our February episode of, of the Money Market Minute. And for anyone listening who is not a realtor but wants to work with a top realtor here in the Chicagoland area, uh Carrie is one of the very top uh producing agents for, for two decades now. She's an absolute superstar and she is uh taking on new clients. So if you are somebody who is a buyer, a seller, an investor, a renter, and is looking to work with a top agent, um, Carrie and her group can assist. Um Carrie, what's the best way someone should reach out to you?
1: Sure. Always call me. 312-961-4612.
0: And if you would like a copy of some of the data that Carrie uh, shared with us on the podcast, what, or if you can email her for questions or, you know, really anything real estate related, um, whether you're a broker or a client, um, what's the best way they should email you?
1: Yep. It's Carrie, C-A-R-R-I-E at com.
0: Awesome. Well... Carrie, thank you once again for being on the show. She's been with us for years and years and always provides amazing content to our Chicago listeners, and we appreciate that. Um, And for everyone who is listening, please remember to tell a friend, think of one other agent that could benefit from having heard this this Monday Market Minute with Carrie and send them a link to our show. You can find us on our website, which is keepingitrealpod.com. You can actually stream every episode we've ever done right from the browser. You don't even have to download a podcast app, but of course we're also on all the podcasts Apps you could just search for keeping it real there. And also follow us on Facebook. You can find us at facebook.com forward slash keeping it real pot. Uh Carrie, thanks again. We will see you next month and hope everyone is has a not terribly cold and uncomfortable (laughs) February. And as the vaccinations start opening up, we're all going to be able to move about pretty soon. So that's very exciting. So we just have a few more months and then hopefully we'll be back to some semblance of normalcy, which I think we're all looking forward to.
1: Sounds amazing. Thank you.
0: Thanks, Carrie.